This is the Talk of Fame Network, featuring Hall of Fame voters Ron Borges from the Boston Herald, Rick Gosselin of the Dallas Morning News, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. And now, let the debates begin. Who is a Hall of Famer? Will they be enshrined in Canton? Do they have the numbers to get in? Let the experts who make the decision tell you who will be signing their name with HOF next to it. And now, it's the Talk of Fame Network. Come on, bring it on. There you go. That, of course, was Commissioner Roger Goodell, and uh, he wasn't addressing New England Patriots fans. Uh Uh-uh. That was the last week's NFL draft in Chicago when he said that Laramie Tunsil's first-round descent was exciting in good TV when he engaged in a couple of, I don't know, outsized hugs of draft picks that left you wondering, huh? What the heck was that? And when, contrary to previous years and previous commissioners, he showed up for all three days to get, yes... Booed. Clark, I tweeted last weekend that Goodell loves the draft because it's the only place he's embraced and hugged by players. They turn on, <laughs> they turn on him pretty quickly once they sign those rookie contracts and become members of the NFLPA. Yeah, you're right. He's not embraced by a lot of other people, especially those people in Chicago. L- listen, I, I mentioned that litany of... Uh, uh, what he did last week, and I, I, I don't know what's going on with him, but Ron, it's almost like this guy's having some kind of mid-career crisis, um, <laughs> meltdown, I don't know what you'd want to call it, but it, it seems to me he really hasn't been the same since that Ray Rice fiasco a couple years ago. You're right, Clark, and I, I think like a lot of commissioners, he lives in a cocoon surrounded by people telling him he's right all the time, and uh, as you know, very few people on Park Avenue have challenged him. Because they're afraid of the blowback that comes from him when you stand up. So he gets no contrarian pushback. Meanwhile, he's being paid more than the biggest stars in the game. He's been on the cover of Time Magazine as, quote-unquote, the enforcer. And I think you can lose yourself in, in, in that kind of an environment. In a way, he reminds me a little bit of Dana White, you know, the president of UFC. But his persona is Vince McMahon. You know, he's, not, he's supposed to be booed when he comes out. <laughs> you know, this guy's supposed to be this. white. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, this guy, uh, Goodell's supposed to be the uh, CEO of IBM. Right. He's acting like he's running UFC. So, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, know, right. you know, he thinks he's part of the show. Right. Well, he was last weekend. It wasn't a good part. But <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you someone else who was part of a show who didn't really have a great week. That was Hall of Famer Michael Strahan. Uh, his uh, on-air relationship with co-host Kelly Ripa. Upper East Side, New York, who uh, stars in Live with Kelly and Michael. It, it went so far south as Nick Campus say there are penguins on that relationship. Listen, I don't want to get into it, but um, Michael Strand's leaving for an eight-figure job at Good Morning America. Kelly Ripper just got a raise from a, what, $20 million a year job. It really seems to me it's hard to feel sympathy for either one of these two people. Well, Clark, I agree. Let's not get into this one. I don't watch Good Morning America, nor I watch, nor do I watch Live with Kelly and Michael. So let the millionaires squabble amongst themselves. <laughs> well, I'll tell you guys, I didn't quite understand the controversy in the, in the first place. You know, Strahan is looking out for himself, like Ripa, and everyone else on TV. He got a better offer, and he took it. Who cares? And and why get your nose out of joint over that? Plus, at least two of us are sleeping when that show's on, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody's sleeping right now, and nobody here is leaving for an eight-figure job, at least not that I know of. On uh, Mother's Day week, guys, it's Mother's Day weekend this weekend. Uh, remember that. Um, nice. I'm going to tell you, we've got the mother of all shows. Yeah, we're here <laughs> to dissect. <laughs> you like that segment? Clever. Yeah. You are a clever, clever Yeah. Man. 
Yeah, well, well known, that's why I get the big clever. bucks here. We're going to dissect what's left of the NFL draft. Uh, we're going to talk to former quarterback Jim Plunkett, one of Ron's heroes. And running Touchdown back, Raiders! There you go. Running back Larry Brown. Not to be confused with cornerback Larry Brown, whom we've had on here or we had on here a couple weeks ago. And to hear why Las Vegas, yes, Las Vegas is or is not a future landing spot for the Raiders. So let's get to the NFL draft, Goose. I mean, you're the expert here. Yours have been, yours will be. Who gets the highest marks this year? Well, I like what both uh, Cleveland and Tennessee did. You know, how can you not? In trading away the two top picks of the draft, the, the Browns and Titans both set themselves up with quantity drafts. You know, with that quantity came quality. The Browns are now playing money ball, relying more on, on analytics and scouting reports. And frankly, I, I like their first stab of it. You know, they selected big-time producers from big-time college programs. They drafted seven first-team all-conference players and three consensus All-Americans. Both figures were tops in the league. It's a much shorter step from a Baylor or an Auburn to an NFL field than it is in Eastern Michigan or a Middle Tennessee. And the Titans, they got bigger and better up front. You know, selecting offensive tackle Jack Conklin, defensive tackle Austin Johnson, pass rusher Kevin Dodd. They also got the Heisman Trophy winner Derrick Henry, friend of the show, with the fourth pick, with their fourth pick. Not bad at all. Okay, so you like Cleveland and Tennessee, Goose. Yes, sir. Who don't you like? Who goes to the back of the class? Well, I'd say the Eagles from a sheer number standpoint. You know, they traded away King's ransom for the second overall pick and the right to draft quarterback Carson Wentz, but it's a huge step, like I said, from North Dakota State to the NFL, and I doubt he'll be ready to play on opening day. You know, the Eagles may love this pick in 2017 and going forward, but this is a 7-9 team that needed help right now. And with only two of the top 150 picks of the drafts, the Eagles didn't get it. Eagles didn't get it. Okay, Ron. Um, anything that has you still scratching your head other than that Roger Goodell? Bring it on! <laughs> uh, two things. A head lice and the Jets, which is one and the same. Uh, you know, uh, Why would the Jets pass on Baxton Lynch uh, for the kid from Penn State, who everybody, uh, you know, who's gone downhill every year since, since his freshman year? And, and why, why don't they offer Fitzpatrick a fair wage? And I'm not saying $16 million that he's talking about. But not seven million either. I mean, Jason Daniels getting seven million to back up Sam Bradford, who wants to get out of Philadelphia. You know, they're not giving Todd Bowles really, in my opinion, a fair chance to compete against the Patriots uh, if they don't go to him a real quarterback. And they haven't, and they didn't. Plus, you're talking the Amish rifle. How can you do that to the Amish? I rifle? love the Come Amish on. rifle. I know you load up. Hey, Goose. Uh, <laughs> they make soap about... bullets. Did you know that the Amish? <laughs> <laughs> what about the decline and fall of Michigan State's? Kind of Ouch. I mean, yeah, a lot of teams could have had him before the Ravens jumped uh, your Cowboys in the fourth round. So what happened? I think a lot of NFL teams were judging him based on his personality rather than his performance. You know, when a guy goes 34-5 and five in his career as a starter with bowl victories over TCU, Stanford, Baylor, Big Ten title game victories over Ohio State and Iowa, he should project as a first-round pick. But he was not viewed as a natural team leader either by his college team or NFL talent evaluators, so the slide. That said, I think the Raiders drafted a quarterback most ready to play in the NFL right now with that 100th pick. They're not going to ask him to lead. That's Derek Carr's job. The Raiders are going to ask him to play quarterback, and based on his college tape, he's a good one. This will prove to be an excellent pick. Yeah, I agree with you, Goose. I mean, I, I was surprised he lasted that long. But I was also surprised the Raiders were the team that took him simply because they've got Derek Carter there. Uh, Derek Carr there. Yeah. Guys, if you had to put one team... One draft pick, one GM, I don't know, one move, I don't care. Into these, this week's Hall of Fame, what would it be or who would it be? Goose? Broncos general manager John Elway. You know, when, when Elway let Osweiler walk, I believe that somehow, some way, 
he'd come up with a quarterback who would give the Broncos a chance to defend their title. He's now done that with Paxton Lynch. This guy can step into the same situation that Ben Roethlisberger found himself as rookie in Pittsburgh. The Steelers ran the ball and played defense. There was no pressure on Roethlisberger to carry that team, and he went 13-0. That's a situation that Lynch finds now in Denver. All he has to do is hand the ball off and stand back and applaud the defense. There's no more doom and gloom in Denver because of John Elway. How about you, Ron? For me, uh, it was Miami ignoring the noise and the gas mask and <laughs> taking the best left tackle <laughs> and maybe the best player in the draft, really. Uh, okay, so he smoked some weed. Better mellow yellow than raging Gajan. <laughs> <laughs> you always did like Donovan, didn't you? Hey, listen, uh, if you had to put one team, one draft pick, one GM, or, you know, one move, whatever, into this week's Hall of Infamy or Hall of Shame, Goose... Where are you going? I mean, well, <laughs> Laramie Tunsil's video is off the boards. Okay, that's when it's too obvious. Where are you going other than that? Again, I, th- I think it's too early to condemn any move. You know, even Tunsil. He was never too early in the draft who slid to Miami 2019. Let's, let's wait and see how this thing plays out. Ron? Oh, sir, it's never too early for condemnation. There's uh, <laughs> another shot at the Patriots coming up. <laughs> nah, the, I mean, the, the Eagles, they traded Kings Ransom to get a, a six-foot-six-inch one-year starter at quarterback. Uh, when they're already paying over $20 million bucks for two veteran quarterbacks, they mortgage the future on a player who may not have a future. Anybody home down there? I mean, what are they doing? You were ripping on Brady, too, when you drafted him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, we're running <laughs> out of time. Pick. We have less Love than a minute it. here. Uh, most intriguing move of the draft was Goose. Brown's taking Scooby Wright, one of the last picks of the draft. This guy won the Bednarik, Lombardi, and Nagurski in 2014. He had a knee injury in 2015. He comes back. Great pick. Ron? That's why I love Goose Clock. He comes up with these guys. Uh, yes. I like, he'll too. hate this. I like Dallas taking uh, uh, the running back, uh, Ezekiel, because I think that, uh, you know, behind that line, he could run like crazy. It'd be another DeMarco. Uh, Murray. And, and Yeah, Murray. Or Arthur Murray. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and, and I think that's what they need to protect their quarterback. And uh, he could really do some damage. Okay. Well, we're not going to do some damage. We're going to commercial. We're off the clock, guys. So, Bring it on! When we return, <laughs> we're going to celebrate John Unitas and Cinco de Mayo. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. The Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms at Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still for the lowest price of any national chain. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Here's an idea. Instead of waiting for your boss to give you a raise, give yourself one. It's easier than you think. By refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could add hundreds of dollars each month to your bottom line. Like a boss. To learn how, call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Quicken Loans. 
Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. GEICO applauds your inner park ranger. Mother Nature appreciates the part of you that knows the difference between the red-bellied and the three-toed woodpecker. GEICO also has specialized agents who admire your gusto for the great outdoors. Agents who help with more than just car insurance. These GEICO agents can insure the RV that will take you and the whole family cross-country. The RV that makes National Forest synonymous with happy place. So what are you waiting for? 180 types of woodpeckers are ready to be identified. GEICO for your RV. See how much you could save. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Since being introduced to households and businesses over 35 years ago, the family of Simple Green products has grown. But one thing all of them share is my full commitment to their excellence. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. Back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Gosselin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Well, I've got a winner for you. It's My Clean PC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hey, Ron, got a question for you. Yes, sir. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? I think you better call in 15 minutes or maybe less. There you go. Yeah, I should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Find out what kind of money you can save. Save yourself a lot. You know, guys, as we mentioned, uh, there's plenty to celebrate this week. Uh, there are no more mock drafts for another, mm, well, I started to say year. Let's be real here. Probably six months. Uh, there's no more Johnny Manziel on Twitter. Hallelujah. Oh, no. Goose's Dallas Stars. Goose, your stars are in the playoffs. St. Louis. Oh, Goose isn't Sweet. excited. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Mother's Day is Sunday. And you know what? Todd is God. Rundgren is touring again. Hallelujah. I'm going to see him at the end of this month. Um, but there are also two noteworthy events this week. The first, Johnny Unitas' birthday. It's Saturday, May 7th when the Hall of Fame quarterback would have turned 83. And the second? Playing my song, baby. Here you go, Ron. <laughs> Put that trumpet down, would you, Ron, please? Second happens to be Cinco de Mayo. Out of the way. That's yeah, a talented, that's a talented marching band. <laughs> there you go. It's a party here. Ron Cinco de Mayo, just a quick question here. You're really good in Spanish. That happens to be on what date? Si, senor. It'll be 5 May, and I'll there be in Vegas to celebrate. There you go. Putting that <laughs> diploma to work. Congratulations, Ron. Yes, so college let's, man. There you go. So let's or start with Johnny Dad. football. What? <laughs> University Dad. 
dad, like in father. Okay, dad. now you're going to spend the rest of this segment speaking in Spanish. Okay, Ron? You got <laughs> see, it? See. So let's start with Johnny Football. I, and I don't mean Johnny Manziel. I mean John Unitas. Um, the guy was on everyone's Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. No, he's on mine. He's the first guy put on there. Goose. What made United so special? I mean, you're a historian. What made him so special, unique, memorable, whatever? What made this guy one of the greats, if not the greatest quarterback? Well, where do you, where do you want to start? He's the father of the modern-day passing game. He was his own offensive coordinator. He called his own plays. He invented the two-minute drill. He put the NFL on the map with his performance in the 1958 title game, the first ever televised nationally. His Colts won in overtime, and it was dubbed the greatest game ever played by Sports Illustrated. Hey, all these quarterbacks with the $100 million contracts in today's game owe United a debt of gratitude for making quarterback the focal point in the game of football. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we call him Dr. Data. Wow. Hey, Ron, yes. your lasting memory of Johnny U. Well, it's easy. Uh, it's him walking off the field after the 58 championship game, a victory in overtime. He hands off to Alan Amici for the winning touchdown. Never throws his hands in the air. Never does the hokey pokey. Never does a chest bump. Doesn't even look at Amici. Just walks to the sidelines because he knows what's going to happen, which is touchdown. But here's a better part of it. They fly back to Baltimore, right? He gives Andy Nelson, the starting safety, a ride home in his car. Never says a word on the drive home until they get to, uh, to Nelson's house. And he says, see you tomorrow. So much for chest bumps. <laughs> true story. <laughs> hey, a goose? Why? Well, I suspect it was a true story. Everything you say on here is true, isn't it, Ron? Well, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Hey, Goose, um, talk about true stories. I, I recently had a copy of that 58 championship game that Ron's talking about and had it loaded in my computer. And it, and it wasn't Unitas's accuracy downfield that really caught my eye. It was his ball handling. I mean, it was like watching a magician at work. I mean, it's like, now you see it, now you don't. It was very tough to follow the ball. Just check another box on what goes into making a great quarterback. That was Unitas. You know, I, I, let me go back. I remember the first year the Ravens played in Baltimore. I was down on the field late in the game. The Ravens were tr running a two-minute office trying to put the game away. I was standing next to Unitas, and his words during those two minutes allowed me to share the drive through his vision. You know, the chance to visit with Gianni Unitas wow. remains one of wow. the high points in my football writing career. And he was as humble as he was great. You guys know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's right. Uh, one of the high points next to being with Ron and me on the show, correct? <laughs> anyway, happy Speaking birthday. Speaking of two humble guys. Yeah, there you go. Happy birthday to Johnny U, wherever you are. And now, <laughs> there's Ron. It's Cinco you know, de Mayo. Ron. Couple more can, you tell us, can you tell us what Cinco de Mayo celebrates? You're translating here. What does it celebrate? Uh, si, senor, I can tell you. It celebrates the Mexican Army's unexpected victory over the invading French forces at the Battle of Puebla on Cinco de Mayo in 1862. Now, a lot of nitwits uh, think it's actually a celebration of Mexican Independence Day, but that comes in September. Whole nother party. New, new music, new horn. <laughs> this is the Battle of Puebla. And that's why we call him Senor Borges. Um, <laughs> listen, I think we know, we all know how it's celebrated. Ron, you're going to celebrate in Las Vegas, is that right? Yeah, cervezas. Yeah, well, but here here on this show, we celebrate differently. We're not going to order another round of cervezas or ceviche. Really? No, we're going to open our Hall of Fame to the best and most deserving Hispanic players. And let's start with a guy who's coming up in our next segment, Goose, Jim Plunkett. Well, he's already in one Hall of Fame, the College Hall of Fame. He won a Heisman at Stanford, and then became the first overall pick of an NFL draft. 
We took such a beating in New England because Ron's Ooh. Patriots couldn't block. Could Ron's record was career in Oakland, winning those two Super Bowls. He passed for four touchdowns, no interceptions in those two games. He may be worthy of Hall of Fame's beyond your Cinco de Mayo Hall of Fame. Wow. Congratulations. Nick going, Goose. you got a standing O. Ron, you covered him. I, did. I know you're going to make a Hall of Fame case, I think, for him next week on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com. So what was it about Jim Plunkett that you liked, admired, remember best, you name it? What was it? Well, I'll tell you what. He was a stand-up guy. Uh, you know, as Goose pointed, he did. I love that music better than <laughs> the horn. You're standing up with that music, aren't you? <laughs> I am covering my heart. Uh, First of man. He, he took a lot of hits to deliver the deep ball. Uh, you know, he was as courageous a quarterback as I've probably ever seen. Uh, and he overcame a lot, both in his personal life uh, and, in, as Goose pointed out, getting sacked a ton in New England. By the time he got to San Francisco, as you guys will remember, he had a very sort of brief and failed tradition, uh, tenure there uh, because he was so beaten up. And when he came to Oakland, Al Davis called him in the office and he told him, here's what you're going to do. You're going to sit on your buttocks and you're going to watch. This is exactly what he said. And you're going to watch. And when watching, you're going to remember who you are and who you're playing behind, an offensive line that will keep you upright. And we got his chance. Uh, he remembered who he was and showed the world who he was, which is one great quarterback. Ron, somehow I don't think Al Davis said buttocks. Hey, no, not exactly. Not okay. Exactly. But, Goose you know, man? this is a family show. <laughs> Goose man, who's next in your Hall of Fame of great Hispanic players. No, you could put this guy first, frankly. Tony Gonzalez, the most prolific tight end in the game's history. He put up better numbers than most wide receivers. He ranked second all-time in receptions behind only Jerry Rice. 1,325 catches. He ranks fifth all-time in yards, sixth all-time in touchdowns. You know, there are eight tight ends in the Hall of Fame. He'll be the ninth. Okay, Ron. You know, that just shows... Tough to follow that, but you have the third pick. And and who goes into your Cinco de Mayo Hall of Fame, Ron? And you can speak English for this one. Go ahead. (laughs) This just shows the difference between me and and, and Goose. Goose is kind of like a star guy, you know. He's a a Broadway (laughs) guy. Me, man of the people. Las Vegas guy. guy. Las Vegas guy. At heart, man of the people. Anthony Munoz. Difficult me to say this because I saw Jim Parker play, and Art Shell, as you guys know, is a good pal of mine. Uh, but Anthony Munoz may be the greatest left tackle uh, in NFL history. Certainly he's the greatest Hispanic uh, tackle, and I would say greatest Hispanic football player in history. Uh, um, that guy, And it was a hell of a baseball player, by the way. Yeah, he was. He's also a friend of the show. Yes, he is. We love him. We do love him, except when he says that the Bengals are going to win in the playoffs, which he did <laughs> last time. Ah, sorry about that. <laughs> um, anyway, we mentioned Jim Plunkett. We're going to have him right here, or we're going to have him right around the corner. Yes, Jim Plunkett, former Raiders and Patriots quarterback, is coming up after this. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. Motorcycle and car insurance bundled like macaroni and cheese, please. I got discounts up the wazoo. Yahoo! Saving money, riding down the open road on my bike, dropping fine rhymes, then dropping the mic. Assuming that's okay with the venue. Bundle your motorcycle and car insurance and save with Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Would you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen? And save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. Concentrated all-purpose Simple Green is the answer for versatile cleaning throughout your home and garage. I'm so certain you'll love Simple Green. If you're not 100% satisfied, I'll give you your money back. To learn more, visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green. 
Hi, Tom Bodette, somewhat in knots over this trendy new hairstyle called a man bun. I mean, what's next, the he-hive? Well, Motel 6 recently got a new updo of sorts, too, with renovations nationwide. And even with our fresh modern look, you'll still find rooms at the lowest price of any national chain. So you can save up enough money to get yourself a haircut or maybe a hat. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone with Grasshopper. Get a local toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, go to grasshopper.com. Our first guest is one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history and one of the best Hispanic players anywhere, period. I'm talking about Jim Plunkett, the former Heisman Trophy winner who led the Oakland Raiders to two Super Bowl victories. The only Latino to be named a Super Bowl MVP and the only eligible quarterback for the Hall of Fame to start and win two Super Bowls and not be in Canton. I mention that because our Ron Borges is going to argue Jim's case for Canton next week on this program. But for now, we're just happy to have him here with us. Jim Plunkett, thanks for joining us. You bet. Happy to do it. Hey, Jim, I I know you just returned from a trip to Mexico to promote, uh, I think, the November 21st game with Houston. In fact, I I didn't realize until recently, but... You guys announced the third day draft picks from there, correct? And you announced Connor Cook, the fourth round pick from there? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, uh, a lot of uh, enthusiasm by the uh, Mexican people down there, and we had a, a tremendous time. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what was that experience like uh, being down there and, and getting ready for the ball game? Well, you know, it was down there to promote the, the upcoming game with uh, the uh, Texans in November, and uh, a lot of events to go to all lined up by, you know, the Raider organization and, and their promotional and marketing company, and uh, you know, it was from one uh, event to the next. It was a nonstop. And it, but met a lot of people, met some of the NFL people down there in Mexico City, met a lot of the fans. We had a fan fest day, uh, lasted for about four or five hours outside Azteca Stadium where the Raiders and the Texans are going to play. And a great turnout, five to 7,000 people were very enthusiastic. It was like a, the NFL experience with a lot of uh, games for children, a lot of uh, uh, visual effects, uh, Big screens, uh, watch some uh, highlights of the Raiders in the past, the draft going on on, on big screens. It was quite an event. It was very, really a lot of fun. Jim, you were born to Mexican-American parents. How proud are you are your, of your Hispanic heritage? And also, how ready is Mexico to take on the NFL again after 11 seasons without a game there? Uh, well, I think they're, they're primed and ready to go. Uh, you know, the NFL is expanding as, uh, quite uh, rapidly around the world. And Mexico, you know, they're huge Raider fans, huge, huge Dallas fans, and for some reason, huge Pittsburgh fans. But probably, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I think they're ready. I, you know, I talked to the people, the personnel down there uh, in regards to the NFL and what they're trying to do there in Mexico. 
and you know they're they're on board uh, you know a hundred percent and you talk about the pride i have you know a great deal of pride you know in being hispanic uh showing kids uh that you know no matter what nationality you are you have a chance to do well uh you know in anything you try but you know in sports in particular you know and back in the day you know kids mexican hispanic kids weren't you know, all that large for whatever reason, you know, a smaller, you know, uh, generation of people back then. But, you know, they've grown, they're, they're fast, and they've got a lot, a lot of things going for them. And, and not to give up hope that, you know, one day they can get to the NFL. I think it's it's realistic. You know, the NFL's talking about moving to like, having a team in London maybe 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Could you see a team in Mexico City? Uh, I, I can. You know, it's, it's certainly closer than London. Uh, by a, a, by a lot for most of the teams in the NFL. If you live on the East Coast, it's not that big a deal, but if you live on the West Coast, it is. But, uh, you know, it's it's south of uh, the United States proper, and I think it's, it's easily, easier access, access by most of the teams. But, yeah, I mean, they're enthusiastic. Uh, they've got certainly the population to support an NFL franchise. Uh, and, you know, I can see it happening. Jim, you won both the Heisman and the Super Bowl. Does one have more value to you than the other? Uh, no, they came in different stages of my life. You know, uh, I went to Stanford because I needed to be close to my parents. who were uh, My mother was uh, totally blind. My father visually impaired. Uh, and uh, so I needed to be close. So that, you know, that meant Cal, uh, Santa Clara, or Stanford. And Stanford uh, turned out to be the best possible choice for me. And, you know, they weren't all that good back then, but, you know, I, I believed in myself and, and what I could do to help a, a football team win football games. And, you know, that's another reason why I went to Stanford. I wanted to make them a better better football team. And we're speaking with former Stanford Raiders and New England quarterback Jim Plunkett on the Talk of Fame Network. And, Jim, i uh, got a quick story for you, but uh, shortly after we completed our Hall of Fame voting this year in San Francisco, I, I ran into Raiders owner Mark Davis that night outside the North Beach restaurant. I was going in. He was coming out. And I said, hey, Mark, you know, congratulations. I'm on the Hall of Fame committee here. Uh, Ken Stable got in. And he said, yeah, I, I know. But now we've got to get two more who deserve to be in there, meaning you and Tom Flores. Loaded question here. You agree with him? Uh, yeah, I certainly like it to be a part of my resume before I, I while I'm still around, let me put it that way. Uh, you know, and Tom certainly deserves to be uh, uh, in it. You know, he was with the Raiders as an assistant coach uh, when they won that first one in 76. He was with Kansas City as a backup quarterback. Uh, he's had He's got a tremendous resume behind him, and he's accomplished, you know, quite a bit in his in, in his playing days, as, uh, but especially in his coaching days. And he and I got, hit it off pretty well. Uh, we got along uh, extremely well, and he, and he can relate to me, and I can relate to him because he's a former quarterback, uh, and uh, he was just, you know, he was a perfect fit for me being a head coach. Well, I know Ron uh, Borges agrees with you because he's argued for both of you here on this show and at our site, talkoffamenetwork.com. But as I said, Ken Stabler did make it, uh, albeit, unfortunately, after he passed away. I'm just wondering um, how much satisfaction or pleasure – did it give you to see Ken Stabler named, and will you be going to Canton uh, this summer? Uh, you know, I haven't planned that far ahead. I just got some invitations. Uh, I don't know what the Raiders are going to do and, and you know, how they're going to go about it. Uh, but they always, you know, send a plane, and, and and I'm usually invited to go down there. I tried to go on my own last year, but it just didn't work out for some reason. But, you know, last three years, we've had the great guy, uh, Tim Brown, now Kenny Stabler. Uh, and maybe that uh, whatever – prevented some of our players from getting in uh, in the past that uh, seems to be opening up quite a bit more and uh, they recognize the, the talent that the, those old Raider teams really had. Jim, let me touch back again on your on your playing career. 
after the Patriots experience and the 49er experience, was there ever any self-doubt? And what did Al Davis tell you when you showed up over in Oakland? Well, I, I tell you, there's quite a bit of self-doubt. You know, I went to New England, uh, had, you know, was there for five years. Chuck Fairbanks came in, put in the option as well. Apparently, you've probably seen me play. I'm, you know, I'm not the most talented running quarterback in the league, and I did, really didn't want to stay there and run the option as well as drop back and, and get beat up. So, you know, I asked to be traded. Got, I wanted to get into San Francisco. I did, and I wanted to work out the worst way, but it did not. You know, I was back in front of my family, my friends, uh, uh, my community, and you know, for some reason, it, you know, the harder I tried, the further behind I got, kind of thing. And then uh, when I got released from. Uh, you know, the 49ers after seven years in the NFL was probably the lowest point in my career. And I, I certainly thought about quitting. Maybe the, you know, the critics were correct. Maybe it was time for me to step down. I've been, you know, surgery after surgery, beat up quite a bit, almost always playing from behind. And it makes it tough on a quarterback. But my family, my friends that stood by me said, you know, it wasn't my fault. The situation you were in, my agent was behind me 100%. And after I got released, a lot of teams from the Midwest and the East, you know, started you know, calling my agent, saying they, you know, they would want to take a look at me and possibly sign me. Uh, but one of the teams close by, the Raiders and, and Mr. Davis, uh, you know, also were interested. And I met uh, with Mr. Davis and uh, uh, my uh, my agent. We went over there. I liked what I heard. Uh, unfortunately, I had to sit on the bench for two-plus years, uh, two years behind Kenny and, and initially when the Pasarini first came. But it's always very hard for me. I asked to be traded actually that uh, that year we went to the Super Bowl in the preseason because <laughs> I you know they weren't giving me the opportunity to start and uh, I said you know if I don't start now you know I'm getting older uh, and I might not get another opportunity but obviously as you know things worked out uh, unfortunately Dan got hurt but fortunate for me that I got the chance to take over and, and lead that help lead that uh, that 80 81 team uh, to a Super Bowl and Mr. Davis uh, I'll tell you my first start after. Passerini got hurt was against uh, the San Diego Chargers at home and uh, one of the things that Mr. Davis said to me, you know, it's not important that you do well, it's important that we win and you know, he was right, you know, certainly I wanted to do well and I was quite nervous going to that game because, you know, if I failed now, I might never, ever get that opportunity again, but fortunately I was ready to go, ready to play and, and things worked out extremely well, not only for for me, but for the Raiders. Well, Jim, unfortunately for us, things haven't worked out here. We're out of time, but thanks very much for <laughs> okay. joining us. And good luck keeping the Raiders in Oakland. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying hard. That's where they belong, I feel. All right, thank you very much. Thanks, thanks, thanks Jim. Jim. That was former Raiders quarterback Jim Plunkett. Up next, Goose makes the case for former running back Larry Brown going to the Hall of Fame. This is the Talk of Fame Network. When you're a kid, monsters live under your bed. When you're a grown-up, monsters come in the mail. You know, bills. But by refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could save hundreds of dollars each month. Money you can use to shrink those monstrous bills down to a size that's not nearly as scary. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Buy in. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Since being introduced to households and businesses over 35 years ago, the family of Simple Green products has grown. But one thing all of them share is my full commitment to their excellence. Simple Green. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green. Simple Green. Remember when a small business needed a landline? 
Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. This morning, Sandra Sneed wrote a joyful status. This miss is a soon-to-be missus. Over 300 friends liked her engagement post, and it got 76 comments. Sandra, you're one popular gal. Geico also has a comment on your status. Did you know you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance in just 15 minutes by switching to Geico? Just a way we're trying to help cushion a nice little nest egg for the future misses. Hashtag getting hitched. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Guys, I don't need to remind you, but uh, as you know, Blackie Sherrod died last week. He, he was 96. But he's also a legend. I mean, he worked at Goose's Dallas Morning News, was named Texas Sports Writer of the Year at Goose 16 times. Wow. Um, and won the AP's Red Smith Award, which is given annually to a person, writer, whatever, who has made, quote, major contributions to sports journalism, unquote. He was, as former columnist Dave Kindred noted, quote, one of the great sports columnists when columnists really mattered, unquote. And I think a truer statement was never made, right, Goose? Yeah, Blackie, he is on the Mount Rushmore of Texas sports writing, along with Dan Jenkins, Bud Schrake, and Gary Cartwright. All you need to know about Blackie is he hired Jenkins, Schrake, and Cartwright when he was sports editor of the Fort Worth Press, giving them all their start in sports. You know, the man could write, the man could also hire. And I was fortunate to spend a few years on the same staff with him in the early 1990s. I hold him in the same esteem that I hold John Unitas. They were masters wow. of their craft. Wow. Wow. That's pretty good company. You know, some of you decided to laugh when I read something Mark Wicker of the Orange County Register wrote last week about Blackie. He said, <laughs> near the end of his career, Blackie went to a press box and said, remember when we came here looking for a story? Now we come looking for three-prong outlets. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's the Blackie Sherrod, who, as Dave Kindred noted, was one of the great sports columnists when columnists really mattered. You know, we just finished speaking to Jim Plunkett, and I mentioned he has Hall of Fame credentials. You know, someone else who has Hall of Fame credentials, Larry Brown. And no, we're not talking about the former cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys. We talked to him a couple weeks ago. This is Larry Brown, star running back for the Washington Redskins, whom Goose wrote about on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com this week. Tell us why he's Hall of Fame material. So, Goose, if you can, remind us one more time. Yeah, Terrell Davis had a four-year window of greatness with the Broncos. He won a rushing title, an NFL MVP award, and two Super Bowls from 1995 through 98 before knee injury destroyed his career. Is that short a career as brilliant as it was enough to merit a bust in Canton for Davis? If so, we should go back and reexamine the career of Larry Brown. Like Davis, Brown had a four-year window of greatness as a running back. Like Davis, Brown was the best runner in the NFL during that four-year stretch from 69 to 72. He won a rushing title, an MVP award, and his legs powered the Redskins to a Super Bowl. Unlike Davis, though, 
Brown has been forgotten with the passage of time. He's never been a Hall of Fame finalist. There's been no, no outcry of injustice for his omission from Canton as there has been for Davis. Larry Brown deserved better. He arrived in Washington as an eighth-round draft pick out of Kansas State in 1969. He was the only impact player Vince Lombardi found in his first and only draft as GM of the Redskins. But what an impact Brown had. He became the first Redskin to, in franchise history to rush for 1,000 yards in a season in 1971. Two years later, he won an NFL rushing title and was named the league MVP on a Super Bowl team. He went to the Pro Bowl each of his first four seasons and finished in the NFL's top five in touches each of his first five seasons. But he was not a big back, only 5'11", 195 pounds, and the heavy workload took a toll on his body. He continued to start the next two seasons and watched him return to the playoffs each year. But he wound up playing only eight seasons and was finished by the age of 29. He's been eligible now to, for the Hall for 35 years, but his name has never come up in the discussion. It should. If Terrell Davis deserves discussion, so does Larry Brown. I guess that uh, makes me think uh, uh, of this, Goose. Uh, so who's got it right? The voters from Brown's era who apparently ignored Larry Brown because of the longevity issue? or the ones today who are pushing Terrell Davis so hard? Well, I'm not saying everyone we discuss either on the air or in print deserves a Boston Canton, but I am saying all worthy candidates deserve to have their cases heard, discussed, and debated. You know, we've discussed Davis, but we've never discussed Brown. This was a league MVP. One year he was determined to be the best player in the NFL. His case needs to be discussed, and in my eyes, he's been wrong. Hey, Goose, I'll make this quick. You mentioned Terrell Davis. You have one vote for Canton. Is it Davis or Brown? Or let me expand that a little bit further. Davis, Brown, or Roger Craig? Uh, Roger Craig, based on the longevity, and he excelled. He was a Pro Bowl player at two positions, both halfback and fullback. I think right now he's got the edge over those two. That's the two-minute warning. Well, that is the two-minute warning. It means we're going to our two-minute drill. Uh, Goose, you've got this week's questions, so you know what? Let's get to them. Gentlemen, the tw- 2016 NFL Rookie of the Year will be... The guy mowing Laramie Tunsil's grass, if you know what I mean. <laughs> With his size and vision, uh, Ezekiel Elliott will remind DeMarco Murray why running behind the big hosses in Dallas was a blessing. Who's the opening day starter at quarterback for the Super Bowl champion Broncos, Mark Sanchez or a friend of the show, Paxton Lynch? Sanchez. Butt fumbles trump all at any altitude. <laughs> Mark Sanchez, unless they load up an Amish rifle. Who's the quarterback of the Jets in 2017, Bryce Petty or Christian Hackenberg? Ah, Ron just mentioned the Amish rifle, Ryan Fitzpatrick. If it isn't, who gives a damn? It might as well be Richard Petty for all the chances they'll have to win. (laughs) If their pick hadn't been forfeited for cheating, who would the Patriots have drafted in the first round? Judge Judy. Maybe she could talk some sense into Roger Goodell. Bring it on! Nobody that anybody but you had ever heard of, Goose. Eli Manning, Eli Apple, or the Big Apple? Eli Yale. That's right. It's the Yale Marching Band, guys. <laughs> Eli Lilly. Every team needs a good pharmacist. <laughs> the Seahawks drafted a league high six underclassmen. What does Pete Carroll have against players with degrees? He never had one at USC. <laughs> the older they get, the less they believe in zippity doo <laughs> The Patriots drafted a league guy four players who were not invited to the combine. What's Bill Belichick know that no one else does? Football players. Everything. Just ask him. 
What was the bigger draft day surprise? The Buccaneers trading up to take a kicker in the second or the Lions drafting a deep snapper in any round? Uh, I think, Goose, it was that only one player was caught using a bong. <laughs> it's the Bucs thinking they're a kicker away. Speaking of that, guys, when you were college sophomores, did you ever wear a gas mask and smoke out of a bong? Oh, God, I can't even remember when I was a college sophomore. Uh, no, no, but I did watch Bing and Bong 10 years ago. How about high school sophomore? <laughs> Ohio State had 11 players drafted last weekend, so how did the Buckeyes ever lose at home last fall to a Michigan State team playing its backup quarterback? Uh, Earl Morrill was the backup. My bookie friends in Cleveland have been asking me that question all winter long. <laughs> Doug Baldwin wants the Seahawks to retire Marshawn Lynch's jersey number 24. Who's going to speak up on Sean Alexander's behalf for number 37? Jack Patera. <laughs> Anyone with eyes in their head in a history book. That's it for the first hour, but don't go anywhere. When we return, we'll hear from former Washington running back Larry Brown and Las Vegas columnist, yes, Las Vegas, Ed Graney. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. Motorcycle and car insurance bundled like macaroni and cheese. Please, I got discounts up the wazoo. Yahoo! Saving money, riding down the open road on my bike, dropping fine rhymes, then dropping the mic. Assuming that's okay with the venue. Bundle your motorcycle and car insurance and save with Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Would you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen, and save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. Concentrated all-purpose Simple Green is the answer for versatile cleaning throughout your home and garage. I'm so certain you'll love Simple Green. If you're not 100% satisfied, I'll give you your money back. To learn more, visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green, Simple Green. Hi, Tom Bodette, somewhat in knots over this trendy new hairstyle called a man bun. I mean, what's next, the he-hive? Well, Motel 6 recently got a new updo of sorts, too, with renovations nationwide. And even with our fresh modern look, you'll still find rooms at the lowest price of any national chain. So you can save up enough money to get yourself a haircut or maybe a hat. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by GEICO. Ron, what's it mean when GEICO says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? 
Better dial them up 15 minutes ago, my friend. You got it. <laughs> Geico.com. Go there. Save some money. Hey, welcome back to hour number two of the Talk of Fame Network. Coming up in this hour, we're going to talk to columnist Ed Graney, the Las Vegas Review-Journal, about a proposed Raiders move. And we'll talk to former running back Larry Brown, whose Hall of Fame case was just made in the first hour. But before we do, uh, did you guys see um, that the first round or the 12 first-round picks from – 2013, from the 2013 draft, um, they didn't have their fifth-year options picked up. True story. Twelve of them in the first round. Goose, question. What, if anything, should that or does that tell you about the teams that drafted those guys or, or maybe the process in general? It tells me it was a bad draft. You know, there are only three pro bowlers rounds four through seven. Clearly, this draft was bad from top to bottom. The best player may have been running back Le'Veon Bell by Pittsburgh in the second round. I bet there are a lot of teams who wish they had taken Bell instead of the guy they took in the first. Hey, Ron, big surprise. Where'd Le'Veon Bell go to school? Let me guess. Bring the band. Get yeah. the band in here. Michigan the State. band in here. Jeez. God almighty. Michigan <laughs> State. Okay, Ron. Homer. Uh, you know, I'd say it says a couple things uh, that they do, didn't do as good a job as they used to do uh, selecting these players because I think they reach too often. They're reaching more and more than uh, than they ever have. Uh, instead of taking the best player on the board, which I've always felt is the way to go, at least you got the best shot at, at getting the best player. And I think the economics of the game are speaking to uh, dictating that you dump a high-priced guy if he proves to be a jag. You, you know, if he's just another guy, they can find a ton of guys, which is why uh, Goose and Clark get all the money, and I get squat. That's right. Um, well, speaking of getting all the m- money, Peyton Manning should be getting a lot of money in retirement, but I saw where he just said, or reportedly as representatives just told networks, he's not interested in working TV this year. Yeah, he's not interested in working TV. Maybe the only guy. So what does he do, Goose? Whatever he wants. You know, maybe he can spend 2016 shopping for a condo in Ken, because I have a feeling he's going to be spending a lot of time there in the future years. Ron, what's Peyton Manning going to be doing this year? Well, you know, I was just talking to Peyton about that since you brought it up. Oh, really? This is what he told me. Well, get him Cut on the show. Cut that meat! <laughs> get him on what the he show. Told me. Cut that meat! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mentioned earlier, this is a good week. Um, but when I did say that, I forgot to mention we have the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, otherwise known as Johnny Unitas' birthday. Now, I don't know who's running <laughs> don't, until maybe Friday. I don't really care, but I do care whom you like in this NFL season. I mean, the draft's over, uh, free agents have been signed, and Ron, as you know, Steve Belichick just said he wants to grow up to be like his dad. So I guess everyone's ready to go. So let's handicap the field, both in the AFC and the NFC. That's right. Call him to post. Call him to post. Nice going, Derek. Thank you very much. To give you an idea what I mean, let me start with the AFC. I have a surprise, Ron. New England to win, Pittsburgh to place, and Indianapolis to show. Now, no surprise with the Patriots. Uh, They've been there the past five years, but this year, well, it's payback time with Tom Brady turning 39, and he's going to be on the sidelines, apparently, for four games, compliments of Roger Goodell. Um, But that's bad news for the AFC. Maybe good for Roger, bad news for the AFC. Brady's not going to get mad, guys. He's going to get even, which means, yeah... Haven't helped the rest of the league. And strangely, you know what, Goose? I, I think having four games off of this stage of Brady's career actually might help him with another playoff run. And if you notice, I did mention Cincinnati. Uh-uh. No need to. The Bengals win in January when it snows in San Diego. Now, in the NFC, I have Seattle. I mean, Seattle wins. Um, Arizona to place. Minnesota Vikings to show. And I guess there's probably nothing new there except for Minnesota. Um, they should have beaten Seattle in last year's playoff. 
missed a kick at the end of the game, and they should be better if they can simply get some Sherpas to guide those wide receivers to the end zone. Six touchdown pass. Ooh. Um, I'd like Arizona. I'll be honest with you. I'd like Arizona, except um, I don't trust Carson Palmer. And, and Carolina, if you know some missing from this group, I think a combination of no Josh Dorman, no Superman, or maybe Superman with Kryptonite, and a Super Bowl hangover keep them down. Though, unfortunately for Arthur Blank, not down so far that Atlanta wins the division. Remember, Blank this week said he expects the Falcons to be there. Uh, I don't. Mark, in the AFC, because no one repeats, I like Pittsburgh to win, the Raiders to place, and the Patriots to show. Le'Veon Bell is back in Pittsburgh, and the Steelers address their defensive woes in the draft, using their first pick on a corner, second pick on a safety, third pick on a tackle, and, of course, Ben Roethlisberger is still around to serve as ringmaster. And keep an eye on Ron's Raiders. The piece are in place in offense with Carr, Murray, and Cooper, and I love the Carlos Joseph pick first round for the defense and over in the nfc i like like you seattle to win minnesota to place and packers to show i thought the seahawks had the best third day of the draft getting some big time producers some big time programs like tcu guard joey hunt arkansas running back alex collins and cal white kenny lawler notre dame running back cj proceeds could push for nfl offensive rookie of the year in the seattle offense Minnesota will play stout defense under Mike Zimmer, and the arrival of Laquan Treadwell will make Teddy Bridgewater a better quarterback and Adrian Peterson a better running back. Hey, Goose, how do you keep Ben Roethlisberger in the lineup for 16 games? You don't. So maybe 14. How do you keep him in the lineup for 14 games? Well, that's two more than uh, two, two fewer than Brady's going to miss. <laughs> yeah, but he plays in the AFC East, doesn't he? Couldn't it? pass Baltimore that up. And Cincinnati in there. <laughs> couldn't pass it up. Silver platter. <laughs> that's right. Took that one deep. Took you deep, Clark. <laughs> Look, for me, you know, you guys all know me. I've always been a law and order guy, you know. Uh, so I believe in Cincinnati Bengals based on the law of averages. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you keep picking oh. them and keep picking them eventually. They the godfather of lost causes here. Ron, Ron's exactly. Going to Vegas. He's going to Vegas this week, too. It's <laughs> by, by Les Richter of uh, Memorial Pick there. I'm going to take the Cincinnati uh, Bengals. <laughs> Uh, with uh, I'm going to take Denver second based on the consistency of their defense and uh, <laughs> the, the fact that I, I believe Elway's going to figure something out at quarterback. And he doesn't have to figure out too much with that defense. And third, uh, New England uh, based on the theory of deflated footballs and deflated eagles. <laughs> uh, in, in, in the NFC, I like Minnesota, Arizona, and Carolina. I like the Vikings because they live off the two most reliable things in football, defense and a running game, and they got a stud runner, as you know, uh, and a great coach. Uh, and a, a defense is really uh, improving. Uh, at Arizona, I think Arizona at home in January could be a friolator for a lot of teams that have to go there. Uh, and as Carson Palmer does make me break out in prickly heat. But otherwise, <laughs> uh, I like them. And uh, look, Carolina still has Superman uh, at quarterback, just ask him, uh, and a pretty super defense even without Josh uh, Norman. So I think that uh, they would be my place team. No no I'm love for Green Bay from either of you guys? I No love for no. Green Bay. No, Yesterday's news. You're yeah. killing me. I, I'm worried about Borges. I mean, he's breaking out prickly heat. Earlier he had uh, lice. What, what the heck's going on in that house? <laughs> it's tough up here in New England this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know, um, when we get to the Kentucky Derby, no one really asks you to pick second in the Kentucky Derby. So who do you guys have winning it at all? Goose, who do you like? I like Seattle. Uh, I, I think... Last year was, was tough on them. I think they get it all back to you. Like I said, I think they had a great draft. Russell Wilson, they fixed the offensive line. I think the defense will be settled. I, I just I just like what they got going up in Seattle. Uh, I'm all in, guys. 
Bengals roar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anthony Munoz sitting next to you? As, as Red Smith once said, if you, if you live long enough, you end up with every award in your business because they run out of other candidates. That's my theory on the Bengals. You know, eventually, they got to stagger their way in there somehow. Maybe they'll lock Marvin Lewis in the equipment closet, whatever. I'm saying Bengals roar. Well, who's going to be quarterback in that team to the Super Bowl? McCarron? Dalton? Who's going to be quarterback in that team? Dalton's 0-4, McCarron's 0-1, although McCarron should have been 1-0. and The Red River Express. <laughs> Andy Dalton. Come on, what's wrong with you? Do you think if they, if they do win around, do they give Marvin Lewis more than a one-year contract? I think they should just stay consistent. Keep doing what they're doing, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Keep making the playoffs, then going south in January. Right. Well, um, Ron, who do you think I have winning it all? Just a guess. Uh, that would be uh, Tom Brady. Okay, and Goose, who do you think I have winning it all? Uh, the Jimmy Garoppolo-led Patriots. Th- that's <laughs> why you guys are on this show. You're so smart, much smarter than I. Yeah, you read my mind. New England. God. Because the Patriots play in the AFC East. Goose, doesn't make any difference if Brady suspended four games, six games. They win that division because as long as he's standing when they finish, they win. And as I said, I think the sus- suspension is going to work to his and their favor. He's going to burn like hell when he gets out there, play his butt off, and it's going to save him, I think, uh, physically for uh, the playoffs. I think he'll be a different guy, but I think they're going to be out there to uh, use their scorched earth policy. Anyway, that's it. Windows are closed. You can collect your winnings at the end of the year. Coming up, Ed Graney, the Las Vegas Review-Journal, to talk Raiders and Vegas. You know what? Apparently what happens in Vegas may not stay in Oakland. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. Within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms in Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still for the lowest price of any national chain. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Here's an idea. Instead of waiting for your boss to give you a raise, give yourself one. It's easier than you think. By refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could add hundreds of dollars each month to your bottom line. Like a boss. To learn how, call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. 
Geico applauds your inner park ranger. Mother Nature appreciates the part of you that knows the difference between the red-bellied and the three-toed woodpecker. Geico also has specialized agents who admire your gusto for the great outdoors. Agents who help with more than just car insurance. These Geico agents can insure the RV that will take you and the whole family cross-country. The RV that makes National Forest synonymous with happy place. So what are you waiting for? 180 types of woodpeckers are ready to be identified. Geico for your RV. See how much you could save. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Since being introduced to households and businesses over 35 years ago, the family of Simple Green products has grown. But one thing all of them share is my full commitment to their excellence. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for what kind of diagnosis, Ron? Free. That's right, free, the best kind. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, go to Grasshopper.com. You know, uh, Oakland owner Mark Davis recently was in Las Vegas, Ron's favorite town, and told the people there that he put up $500 million of his own money toward the construction of a new, I think it's a $1.4 billion dome stadium. Anyway, it fueled more speculation that the Raiders, yes, the Raiders could one day, and maybe soon, maybe like 2017, become the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, and he also told the NFL to... Come on, bring it on. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Of course, that wasn't Mark Davis. as our old friend, Roger Goodell. But we just were wondering, how feasible is that? The, the Los Angeles Raiders, the Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas, what are they? We have Ed Graney, friend of ours and a columnist with Las Vegas Review Journal, to answer that and all questions. Ed, you're on with Clark, Rick, and Ron, and first things first. The Las Vegas Raiders? I mean, we've had Raiders writers on the show here say there's a better chance of Johnny Manziel returning to the Browns than the Raiders going to Las Vegas. So separate fact from fiction. A real possibility or more a Las Vegas fantasy? Guys, it's great to be with you, first of all. And I think before I walked into that tourism meeting last week, I would have gone more fantasy. But in listening to those people and the unabashed cheering from the mayor on that form... (laughs) Uh, I do think they will actually recommend to the legislature to uh, go forward with a plan that could cause, you know, could cost $750 million in tax money to hotel tax to uh, public funds. Now, the legislature and the governor, at least the governor, he also seems on board with this. So I actually think the stadium is going to move forward. Uh, now, you guys know the league better than I do in terms of if he could get the votes to have a team. But when I walked out of that tourism meeting, meeting last week, you know, yes, uh, you know what? 
people want the stadium, good or bad, public money or not, they're going to move forward on that. So it, the, the other, Kirk talked about the 500 million the Raiders are putting up, but the other 900 million is going to come from the from public, public finance. Well, 500, yeah, 500 from Davis, 200 of which Davis he actually did mention it's a loan from the NFL, but you know he he's including that in his five. Then the Sands Corporation, Majestic Realty, who this is their baby, their idea, are essentially going to put up to start 150. And the public, in terms of the hotel tax to tourists and visitors, would be $750 million. Now, they're going to spin it and say over 30 years, that will then create a revenue stream back of $2.7 billion. That's, you know, those are numbers on a screen. Whether or not they can produce those is a whole other question. So, yeah, it would be a lot of public money. And, you know, Clark and I talked yesterday. My thing is, look, it, it, does it directly affect myself or my neighbor? No, obviously not. But indirectly it does, because if I was able to vote for this, I might say as a citizen, you know what, you can take 750, 750 million taxes, but I want better roads, schools, police, and fire. That's not how it's going to work on this. It's going to go to the legislature, and they're going to make the decision whether or not to allocate the funds. So it doesn't directly affect the public here, but indirectly, I really think it does. Well, of course, one of the things that people are saying, uh, Ed, is that the size of Vegas you know, would be, the, uh, I think, the fourth smallest city in the NFL, which, of course, uh, makes you say, well, wait a minute, what about this other cities that are smallest? What's the big deal? But it's such a uh, one-business town, as we all know, you know, gaming slash whatever. Uh, Do you believe that the city can support a team like this? And, of course, I would add the influx of weekend people from L.A. who come in anyway, who are Raider fans, who be rolling in on their motorcycles and and all of that. (laughs) Well, and I I think that's the finest question of the whole thing not you know i think the stadium might go through you might even get the votes i don't know how many times you can tell a guy no you can't you know earn the revenue streams we do but beside that fact and ron knows this better than anyone all the fights and events he's covered here if you stand in the middle of the strip and go 150 miles any either way you're going to come to really nothing i mean i don't know it, it's pretty much can vegas support it you know for 20 30 40 years and beyond and that's the critical question yes you'd have people coming in from california and the raiders and everything but vegas is a town on sunday where you come and you know, you, you uh, get to the West Gate and order your food and drink and watch 10 games at once, make your bet. So <laughs> exactly. the question is going to be... I think we've done that, enough, Ed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've done it all. But the question is going to be, can you get enough people? So you know what, instead of doing that, we're going to go tailgate for three hours, and then we're going to sit inside the stadium for the hours watch one game instead of all the other ones. So to me, that's a much bigger question. I do think the stadium has a chance to go through and maybe even has a chance to get the votes in the end. I, I don't know. You guys would know better than I, but... My main question is not that. It's like, will they support it if it happens? I think that's a much bigger issue here. We're speaking with Las Vegas Review Journal columnist Ed Graney, as I said, a longtime friend of ours. And, Ed, you spent plenty of time in San Diego. You and I both spent plenty of time there. Um, I'm just wondering, as I mentioned to you the other day, don't you think the Raiders basically are going to wind up in L.A. if and when the, the Chargers plan for a new stadium is passed. I realize that has to go to a referendum, but if it's a 50-50 referendum, I think it passes in San Diego. If it's two-thirds, it probably doesn't. But if it's 50%, the Chargers stay, L.A.'s open, don't you think the Raiders end up going there instead of Las Vegas? Well, I totally agree with you on the vote. and we, Like you said, we both lived there a long time. They're not getting 60-some percent of the vote there. But the 50-plus one, they could get that. They could finagle that out of people. Um... And you would think that would be the way, Clark, because, of, you know, the one thing Davis has there is he has a built-in fan base. They'll support, you know, they'll go to games there. They've been there before. Right. The only way in his mind, like I said, he came on draft day and stood in front of a, the commission and said, this is where I want to be. I don't want to be in L.A. Now, whether he's, it's leverage pull or not, we don't know until the end, until San Diego stays where it is. 
the only thing I would think, and you guys, again, knowing the league as well as you do, you know, does he want to be a tenant to Kronk? Does he want to play second fiddle? I, I don't know. Maybe he does, and that doesn't matter to him, and he would rather have the built-in support and fan base than hoping he could get that in Vegas. But, yeah, that's what I always thought. I always thought, okay, if the Chargers stay and you have a way to go right to Los Angeles, that's a pretty big pull to get into a, a new stadium and kind of get those revenue streams you lack, uh, more so than kind of hoping on a fly that something would happen and they'd build the stadium in Vegas and, and you could actually support it over the long haul. So I think that's a really big thing also in this. And, you know, if San Diego gets their deal done, would he just say, you know what, we'll go, we'll go play tenant to, that will be a tenant for Cronkies and we'll, we'll deal with him. And realistically, will I see an NHL game or an NFL game in Las Vegas first? Oh, I think you're going to see an NHL team. I think that's happening this month, and I think they're going to expand. And I actually was with Bill Foley, the proposed owner, yesterday at his office for a couple hours. And he, you know, to this point, he just doesn't want to make any mistakes. Um, he, you know, he's, he's saying, I haven't heard anything. I mean, he's playing it close to the best, which is wise. But I think that uh, it's done. I think in May at some point they will call a meeting in Florida. They will vote. They will give them the expansion franchise. I don't think they'll go to Quebec. I think it's a one-term thing right now because they desperately want Seattle to get an arena and be the second team in the West. But T-Mobile Arena is absolutely built perfectly for hockey. The locker rooms are already black, gold, and gray. They're going to be the Black Knights. He's from Army, and I think that's happening. The NHL is going to happen. The NFL, I think, you know, if it was if it was 10% a couple months ago after that meeting, you know, maybe it's 40% now. But it's nowhere near the NHL in terms of if it's going to happen. Yeah, it's perfect. Black Knights, silver and black. You got it covered. This is yeah. perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. Black Knights on one one uh, part of Tropicana, and you know the Black Knights, whether they build it in the site, the forty-two proposed acres of UNLV, or they're looking for downtown sites wherever they build it, um, silver and black. So it would it would definitely be all Vegas in terms of those colors and kind of the uh, themes that go with the teams. Plus, if you have to audition Raiderettes, you don't have to look far for a talent, right? No, you no. don't. <laughs> there would be you can go to establishments in and around town. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I jump on over and uh, audition. Hey, Eddie, thanks for the time. And, and listen, please tell us where we can send our checks to fund that stadium, would you please? I will, just as soon as my wife writes hers, and she's not very happy if she has to do that. So, uh, <laughs> but I, I appreciate the time, guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Ed. Okay. See ya. That was Ed Graney at the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Up next, we're moving back east. Yeah, we're moving back east to Washington to talk to former Redskins star Larry Brown. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Just win, baby. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. Motorcycle and car insurance bundled like macaroni and cheese. Please, I got discounts up the wazoo. Yahoo! Saving money, riding down the open road on my bike, dropping fine rhymes, then dropping the mic. Assuming that's okay with the venue. Bundle your motorcycle and car insurance and save with Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Would you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen, and save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. Concentrated all-purpose Simple Green is the answer for versatile cleaning throughout your home and garage. I'm so certain you'll love Simple Green. If you're not 100% satisfied, I'll give you your money back. To learn more, visit us at SimpleGreen.com. Simple Green, Simple Green. Hi, Tom Bodette, somewhat in knots over this trendy new hairstyle called a man bun. I mean, what's next, the he-hive? Well, Motel 6 recently got a new updo of sorts, too, with renovations nationwide. 
And even with our fresh modern look, you'll still find rooms at the lowest price of any national chain. So you can save up enough money to get yourself a haircut or maybe a hat. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We all hail MyCleanPC. We're going to hail our next guest as well. Vince Lombardi had only one draft as general manager of the Washington Redskins, and our first guest was his very best pick. That's running back Larry Brown. Vince Lombardi found him in the eighth round of the 1969 draft out of Kansas State. And Larry Brown went on to become an NFL rushing champion and league MVP. He became the first runner in franchise history to rush for 1,000 yards in a season. He went to four Pro Bowls in his eight-year career. And in 2012, was voted one of the 80 greatest Redskins of all time. Larry Brown, you're on with Clark, Rick, and Ron. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. Hey, Larry, you, you spent your life as a football player from high school to junior college at Kansas State with a hearing impairment. How did Vince Lombardi discover you were deaf in one ear that first summer in Carlisle? One day while watching a game film in slow motion, he noticed that I was moving with the snap of the football, and he inquired about it. I told him I was having trouble recognizing the various defensive alignments. That satisfied his curiosity for about two days. While sitting near my locker at RFK Stadium one day, I noticed two men approaching me with long white coats. I was thinking St. Elizabeth, which was a mental institution here in Washington, <laughs> and what I could have done to deserve this kind of treatment. But shortly thereafter, I realized that they were there to give me a hearing examination, which confirmed that I was completely deaf in one ear. Then Vince Lombardi got uh, permission from the commissioner, Pete Roselle, to install a hearing aid in my helmet. Once that was done, he told me to put it on and go to the other side of the room. And then he said, Larry, can you hear me? And I responded, Coach, I've never had a problem hearing you. Well, as you know, uh, Larry, Lombardi wasn't much of a fan of young players. You know, he won with veterans in Green Bay, and he had a veteran team uh, in Washington when he got there. Uh, and when you arrived in 1969, uh, yet you, won, you wound up starting as a rookie. When did you realize that you had won Lombardi over and that he was going to make a rookie exception? Well, we were butting heads a lot early on because he was making practices very difficult for me. And then one day, one day he walked up to me and said, you can call me anything you want to, but don't let me hear you. Of course, that made my day. <laughs> and he didn't need a hearing aid. <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking with former Washington running back Larry Brown on the Talk of Fame Network. And, and Larry, 
You mentioned Lombardi. You, you played for two Hall of Fame coaches in your first three seasons, Lombardi and George Allen, of course. I'm wondering, how were these two alike or, or different in their coaching styles? I guess what I'm asking is, could you contrast them for us? Right. Well, Vince Lombardi had the incredible ability to teach and motivate uh, his players to achieve excellence on and off the field. He was passionate uh, about his family, sports, particularly football, and religion, and not necessarily in that order. He conducted punishing training camps and demanded complete dedication and effort from his players. He treated us like men until we proved that we needed to be treated differently. His game plan was based on simplicity, execution, and and perfection. And finally, his management style included fear and intimidation at the highest level. George Allen was extremely fanatical about the details of the game, which made him one of the hardest working coaches in the league at that time. He worked extremely long hours, so we suffered in practice as a result of it. But I am very proud to say that we were one of the best prepared teams in the league on game day. His game plan was a little more complex because he wanted to communicate to everyone their assignment on each play and not leaving much for memory. His management style was based on incentive, recognition for players who played a significant role in our victory. And uh, he was the first coach to recognize the importance of special teams as a component of the game. And finally, George Allen was not confrontational. In fact, in some cases, he appeared to be timid. But if you crossed him, more than likely, you would read in the newspapers that you were traded without any advance notice. <laughs> hey, Larry, you were, you were the league MVP in 1972 when the Redskins went to their first Super Bowl. Even though Miami took a perfect 16-0 record into that game, your Redskins were favored by a point. How confident were you and your team heading into that game? We were very confident that we could beat any team in the league the first week after winning the NFC Championship game. The second week, I believe, we were mentally exhausted from playing the game over and over in our head and possibly the pregame activity. However, we still played a very physical and defensive game at the Super Bowl. Now, you weren't the biggest back in the league at the time. You know, I think you're 5'11", and about 195. Uh, but you were among certainly the busiest. You ranked in the top five in touches in each of your first five seasons. Uh, do you think at all that that workload uh, took a toll on your body and maybe contributed to the shortness of your overall career? Probably, but the, the, the average career for a running back is approximately three years. My thinking then was let's get the job done and move on. Also, you know, George Allen didn't like to make many substitutions for fear of guys making mistakes. So giving me the workload was a vote of confidence. Hey, Larry, I mentioned at the top, and we're speaking with Larry Brown, former star running back for the Washington Redskins. I mentioned at the top that you were voted as one of the 80 greatest Redskins, and that was back in 2012. My guess is that most people don't realize that no one, I mean, no one with Washington has worn jersey number 43 since you retired. So I guess the question is, what's the greatest honor of your football career? Is it that or is it something else? Well, I, I being voted one of the 70 greatest Redskins probably um, is, is the best answer there. I thought so much of that uh, that I wrote 
Dan Snyder no saying it was a class act on his part. That's how much I thought about that particular uh, recognition. Did you get a reply from him? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you and a lot of other people. <laughs> <laughs> he did not uh, come across as if uh, he, he ignored it. Hey, Larry, speaking of honors, you were a league MVP. You were a rushing champion. You went to the Pro Bowl each of your first four seasons. Does it surprise you that your name has never come up for the Hall of Fame? Uh, yes, it does. However, I have no control or voice in that process, so I have let my contribution to the game speak for itself. Hey, Larry, just to let you know, earlier in the show, Rick Goslin made your case for the Hall of Fame. We have a State Your Case segment. He argued for you going into the Hall of Fame. Thank you, Rick. Thank you very much. I appreciate your support. Do you think, Larry, do you think, you know, Terrell Davis is now in the same situation, you know, and the, the knock on him as to some degree, I, I would assume back in the day it was on you, was it the brevity of his career? You know, he had four great years, maybe three and a half years, uh, and then the injuries. Do you think that that's somewhat unfair, that this arbitrary idea of how long a guy's career should be should dictate the Hall of Fame to some degree? Well, it seems to me that we, 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 get, we get the years you didn't. We get the. We get this year participation. The number of years you played after the fact. After the fact, I thought early on it was based on your contribution to the game. Then afterwards, uh, after you retire and your career is over, you hear something that's different. So uh, sometimes you don't know who or what to believe. Hey, Larry, we got to run, but thanks for the time, and here's a promise. We're going to stay on Goose to keep pushing your Hall of Fame resume. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, thanks Larry. Larry. That was former Washington running back Larry Brown. When we return, Ron's going to tell us why he didn't exactly like the Kansas City draft. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Proactive. For just $19.95, you can get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. But here's the best news. You get clear and stay clear or your money back. Call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. We're also brought to you, of course, by GEICO. That's GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. But that's not all. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just go to mycleanpc.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, minutes, you can download software to clean up what's slowing down your computer. For more information, go to MyCleanPC.com. When you're a kid, monsters live under your bed. When you're a grown-up, monsters come in the mail. You know, bills. But by refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could save hundreds of dollars each month. Money you can use to shrink those monstrous bills down to a size that's not nearly as scary. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at QuickenLoans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Buy in. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Since being introduced to households and businesses over 35 years ago, the family of Simple Green products has grown. But one thing all of them share is my full commitment to their excellence. Simple Green. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green, Simple Green. Remember when a small business needed a landline? 
Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. This morning, Sandra Sneed wrote a joyful status. This miss is a soon-to-be missus. Over 300 friends liked her engagement post, and it got 76 comments. Sandra, you're one popular gal. Geico also has a comment on your status. Did you know you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance in just 15 minutes by switching to Geico? Just the way we're trying to help cushion a nice little nest egg for the future misses. Hashtag getting hitched. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Well, you should know by now, the Talk of Fame Network. Yeah, we're brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly... Log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. You know, a year and a half ago, um, I wrote a State Your Case piece on our website, TalkOfFameNetwork.com, where I pushed former Jets tackle Winston Hill for the Hall of Fame. And unfortunately, uh, we lost Winston last week at the age of 74. And to be honest with you, now more than ever, I, I believe he should have been and should be in the Hall um, Ron, uh, you and Goose both are on the senior committee, but I'll address this to you. First, what are his chances of ever getting in, and are those chances affected at all by his passing? Sadly, I have my doubts on both counts, although Winston's a very deserving uh, uh, candidate, as your piece made clear to everybody. It was a good service you did him there. Look, many of the old AFL stars got screwed, quite frankly, by what was at the time an unfair 12-8 a voting block, NFL versus AFL, back in the day, in the early days of the Hall of Fame. And guys like Winston didn't get their due. You know, time passes, people forget, and that's especially, especially true for offensive linemen. You know, had he been a more high-profile uh, player at a stats-laden position, uh, I think I'd like his chances better. But I do know this. I know that Goose and I, who are both on the senior committee, as you mentioned, uh, we believe he deserves an airing, and I think that we're both going to uh, uh, vote for him and continue to bring up his name. And uh, perhaps that can... Uh, Move the dial a little bit, I would hope. Well, I should also mention, guys, that you know Winston Hill was among our candidates in last week's poll for best offensive lineman not in Canton. I know there was plenty of top competition there, Goose, but um, he wasn't among the top vote-getters. But listen, I hope, like Ron, one day he gets what should have been his. Anyway, Winston Hill gone too soon at the age of 74. Well, there's another guy who belongs in the Hall of Fame, but isn't there yet. That's our Ron Borges here with another edition of Borges or Bogus, where he tells us why the draft should be about more than just talent. Well, let's start by making two things very clear. Everyone deserves a second chance. In pro football, it's not the place to solve the problem of domestic violence. Having said that, what in the hell were the Chiefs thinking when they drafted Tyreek Hill last week? Well, less than two years ago, this nitwit got himself chucked out of Oklahoma State, which ain't easy to do, after pleading guilty to punching his girlfriend in the face and, and in the stomach and choking her. And oh, by the way, she was eight weeks pregnant. Of all the available football talent in the land, the Chiefs felt they had to give this guy a shot at returning punts and kickoffs less than four years after another one of their players, Giovanni Belcher, murdered his 22-year-old girlfriend and then killed himself in the Chiefs' parking lot. 
Anybody heard of optics in Kansas City? Apparently not. Bogus. Chief General Manager John Dorsey said he'd never put the community at risk, and, and head coach Andy Reid said there has to be a certain trust here, but there's just things that we can't get into and go through. Yeah, isn't there always? Bogus. He'll enter the court-ordered anger management program and has had no known problems since. But when he addressed the media uh, after being drafted, his words made my skin crawl. He said, I got questions everywhere I went, so it wasn't anything new to me. I would have just told him straight up, I'm trying to move on from that. I'm trying to be a better young man. I'm trying to show who I truly am, stuff like that. The only thing I did say was, I'm sorry I messed up. I embarrassed the program. I embarrassed the coaches. I embarrassed a lot of people back home. That's it. That's how I explained it. You embarrassed the program? How about, I'm sorry I ever put my hands on a pregnant woman. To not acknowledge her is not only bogus, it's part of the abuser's problem. The victim doesn't count. The program does. If I was the Chiefs, that statement alone would have been a red flag big enough for me to forfeit the pick and release him right there. Look, does, does Hill deserve a second chance? Maybe he does. But I doubt that Microsoft or Google would be giving it to him. That the Chiefs took this chance says much about why sports is no place to expect domestic violence reform. Hill's a super fast guy. So fast, he seems to outrun beating up a pregnant woman. That's today's NFL, where talent trumps everything, and second chances are too often tied to your 40 time. So, Ron, what's the solution to this particular problem? Well, I think that there's only one solution, which is that they take a much firmer stance and say, these are guys we're not going to employ. And I think that that word starts to filter out. You know, these kids react to the good and the bad in life. And when they realize, you know, this, we're not going to get away with this, I think at least some of them are going to put the brakes on. But in the end, there probably is no real solution. I just, if it was me, wouldn't be employing them. Sorry. That's the two minutes well, of course, that means we're down, yep, to our last two minutes. Goose, you're calling the plays for us in our no-huddle offense. So, you know what? Go ahead and call them. The NFL drafted as many Baylor basketball players as Texas football players. Is Texas now a basketball state? Why are you asking me? You're in St. Louis. It's a hockey state. (laughs) Hell, it is. It's a rodeo state. Shaq Lawson, Shaquille O'Neal, or Eddie Shaq? Shake Shaq. (laughs) The guy who had a Canadian pop charts hit. Clear the track. Here comes Shaq. (laughs) The Browns drafted four wide receivers. Can Josh Gordon now sell his condo in Cleveland? Uh, no, he can't. Laramie Tunsil's going to need a place to crash when the Dolphins come to town. <laughs> uh, I, w- I would say not sell that, but he should sell his stash. The Carolina Panthers drafted three rookie corners. Can there can three rookie corners equal one Josh Norman? Only if they're overrated, too. <laughs> GM Dave Gettleman better hope so. The Miami Dolphins are replacing their rookie minicamp with a life lab, teaching them how to function off the field. Will the Dolphins be copied or ridiculed by their NFL brethren? Who's life lab or cam lab? Remember, these are the guys that drafted Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> copied if they win, ridiculed if they lose. That's life. Jerry Jones tried to trade up for Paxton Lynch and failed. He tried to trade up for Connor Cook and failed. Has trader Jerry lost his touch? Nope. You just got lucky. <laughs> no. You just got lost in the aisle at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> the Vikings drafted a player from Germany. Which NFL team will become the first to draft a player from Portugal? That would be the next team Ron buys with his talk of fame paycheck. <laughs> that would be the smartest one. <laughs> the Texans have the defense, the Colts the offense, and the Jaguars the buzz. So who wins the AFC South this season? 
That's an easy one, Goose. Indianapolis, best quarterback, best team. We get it. Believe in the defense, Texans. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell was booed at the NFL draft in Chicago last week. Is there any city that would cheer him? Yeah, I, I can think of 15 or every AFC team not in Foxborough. <laughs> yeah, whatever one where he's paying taxes because he's making a ton of dough. Joey Bosa, Joey Harrington, or Joey Heatherton? Is this a trick question? <laughs> Joey Heatherton. She has the moves Bosa doesn't, and the legs Harrington never did. <laughs> you know, Goose, if you ever saw Joey Heatherton, you would not have had to ask that question. Absolutely. <laughs> like, nuts. What's wrong with you? That's the end of the game. We'd like to thank Jim Plunk and Larry Brown for joining us, Ed Graney for enlightening us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to hear this or any podcast, you can go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, find us on iTunes, or dial us up on your podcast app. Otherwise, tune in to this station at this time and on this day next week. We'll look for you then. Oh, and to all you mothers out there, have a happy Mother's Day. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. Motorcycle and car insurance bundled like macaroni and cheese. Please, I got discounts up the wazoo. Yahoo! Saving money, riding down the open road on my bike, dropping fine rhymes, then dropping the mic. Assuming that's okay with the venue. Bundle your motorcycle and car insurance and save with Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all stages or situations. Would you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen, and save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. Concentrated all-purpose Simple Green is the answer for versatile cleaning throughout your home and garage. I'm so certain you'll love Simple Green. If you're not 100% satisfied, I'll give you your money back. To learn more, visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green, Simple Green. Hi, Tom Bodet, somewhat in knots over this trendy new hairstyle called a man bun. I mean, what's next, the he-hive? Well, Motel 6 recently got a new updo of sorts, too, with renovations nationwide. And even with our fresh modern look, you'll still find rooms at the lowest price of any national chain. So you can save up enough money to get yourself a haircut or maybe a hat. I'm Tom Bodet, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system.